0: Good morning, welcome back to another episode of What's the Line Thursday Morning Podcast. I'm your host, meticulous Mark P, here with my guy, Mike Curry. Be like Mike. And listen, a lot of things happened last night. Jimmy Butler and crew get it done, uh, take uh, the series against the Milwaukee Bucks. Mike will get into that a little more. Uh crazy shot to... to to get in time, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. Jimmy Butler. We'll talk about the Bucks as far as like where they go next. Giannis and crew, as well as the other, the Cavs. Talk about them. They're going fishing. What do they need to fish for? Same with the Bucks. Same with the Cavs. Same with the Timberwolves. So we'll talk about all of that. Of course, I got a best bet for you guys. NFL draft is tonight, um, so that's happening as well. And then we got a game six in Atlanta. So let's get right into things. I mean, personally, I mean the Bucks that they, they, you know, they they couldn't get it done. Giannis missed. Two games and three quarters of one game. Um so it, it was tough. He did seem hurt in that second half of the game five or game four specifically. Um, but I mean it is what it is. Like they didn't lose because Giannis couldn't play or play well. They lost because the defensively they just could not stop Jimmy Butler. And uh, I know Mike and I talked about it last night. But if you you're not gonna throw no double teams at him, you're not gonna do anything, Bullholder. You're just gonna keep throwing different people at him. And I get it you know, somebody different. Every time he comes up the floor, give him somebody. But he was cooking everybody. So, um, you know, I never understood why they didn't just put two people on Jimmy, like, from the top of the key, make sure nothing could really get the ball out of his hands, make somebody else score. But there's a lot of pride in that that team as far as their defense is concerned. Um, you know, number one defense, this is who we are, et cetera, et cetera. But Yep, and who you are now is sitting on the couch. Giannis, my guy, favorite player, so he's going to be back. But they need to do some things, and we'll talk about that in the Gone Fishing segment. But well, let's get into a Gone Fishing. Yeah, what I think the... Uh the Bucks need is, you know, perimeter defender for sure that, you know, the J Crowders of the world just didn't get it done. Um, you know, they traded a few second round picks to get him last uh, last you know, February. Didn't work out. You know, when they won the championship, they have P.J. Tucker on the squad playing that role. And it really shows the value of P.J. Tucker. Right. But um, I think they need that for sure. Um, may need a different voice in the room. I mean, as far as the head coach. I didn't, I didn't. I really did not like that defensive effort. Um, as far as like the, the game plan, but I'm not gonna throw boot holes out the of the out the crib yet. However, I think that might be a possibility. I'm also a little more like just bench scoring. I feel like Bobby Portis is the best guy on the bench for them. I want somebody to come in, kind of heat it up quick. Uh, Three pointer here. Uh, a few get you nine quick points, real. You know what I mean? So I think they need that as well. Somebody kind of come off the bench, uh, heat microwave Johnson style. Just kind of, you know what I mean? pick up the pace and you know not 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 feel like they're missing their starters off the court and Middleton I'm not sure like Middleton isn't the same guy that he was a, a few years ago and you know he's only getting older more injuries so they may need to upgrade that position as well so I think they got a few things to do if they want to get back to that 21 championship caliber that's how I feel about the the Bucks going fishing Mike, let me know your thoughts.
1: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Your favorite duo is back. It's draft day. NBA has been nutty. It's been oh man, it's been crazy. It's been crazy. Got the Warriors taking a three-two lead. Um, Memphis getting back in the series as the, their deficit in the series is now three-two. But man, oh man, did we have a series in last night? Jimmy Butler. Is a certified serious cat, man. Another, another big performance, 42 points. And in the buck season, did you did you guys see the, the shot that sent it to overtime? Like the lob and the, the way he just contorted his body to make the layup. Like, oh my goodness. Like, what? What is going on? I don't I know what's going on. The buck season just ended. And I give the Heat a lot of credit here because I know Giannis went down and Giannis missed a couple of games, but, I mean, they could be like, yo, Tyler Hero, one of our better players, he broke his hand. You know what I'm saying? And now these Heat have won a series and I – i'm I'm just in disbelief you know what i'm saying because i was very critical of the heat they lost the playing game to the Hawks. they draw the bucks in the first round and i think me like a lot of others were like yeah this is over like even when Giannis got hurt i was like the bucks will find their way back and win this series in like six or something maybe even seven um but the the bucks have gone fishing so let's talk about these bucks man um, it's tough to say, you know. Should, it's tough, it's tough to say what they really need because they lost. But it's not like they got. I mean, they did. I mean, some of the games were close. But I felt like some of the stuff and the fashion that they lost was just inexplicable. Like the last two games and the way they lost is inexplicable. They had a 15 point lead uh, in the fourth quarter of game four, and they just absolutely laid an egg. They blew it, and that's the game. Where obviously, Jimmy Butler went bonkers, scored 56, but. At some point, when do you say we're going to double team this guy and let somebody else beat us? At what point, what point did he have, like, are you serious? Like, when he got, when he got to 40, you didn't think, oh, let's double team the guy? Or when he got to 50, you didn't think, oh, let's double team the guy? This is just our philosophy? I understand you got two great defenders, Giannis and Drew Holiday, but God damn it, there was nothing stopping Jimmy Butler, and he clearly proved that with another exclamation point with 42 points in game five, so uh, for the Bucks, I said get rid of Mike Budenholzer. I never really was a fan of him, and I know the Bucs just won a championship a couple of years ago after trailing 2-0 in the finals, very impressive stuff. I, I was ready to, to, for him to be fired after they lost that second game in the finals. But I, at some point, you got to make adjustments. At some point, you got to say, Giannis, you're checking Jimmy. And at some point, you got to say, Drew, you're checking Jimmy. Like, there's no reason why on several possessions in the early in the game, I saw Wesley Matthews guarding Jimmy Butler. Wesley Matthews, who just came off an injury, guarding Jimmy Butler. Like, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? I think that's a fireball offense especially when you blew that lead in game four and to uh, allow that layup to go into overtime and to end game five what's that and then i don't know what the hell that play was drawn up but grayson allen didn't even eat he was taking the last shot but didn't even get the shot off so my booze i'm sorry you gotta go you gotta go um I think the rest of the core is still good. Um, I think they probably did hit their ceiling though, winning the championship. Um, they got hot, um, beat the shorthanded Nets team, um, beat the Hawks team that wasn't supposed to be there. But nevertheless, they won it all. They're champions. But they might have hit their ceiling. Um, I don't think their bench was too great uh, this postseason. So maybe if you can... Pers- I've always liked to see the Bucks just go get somebody who can go get you a bucket off the bench. I feel like that's one thing they've been lacking for quite some time. They just don't have that dynamic score off the bench. Somebody didn't give you some pop off the bench consistently. You know, I, they, they just have a collection of guys. Um, I, Joe Ingles was good for them in spurts. Bobby Portis, you know, solid in spurts. Um, Javon Carter was giving them quality minutes during the regular season. But they just need somebody off the bench to give you some pop. And yeah, uh, did, you it know, was encouraging to see Chris Middleton bounce back because um, he looked at some, from some points of the season, he was looking Absolutely washed. Um, but, yeah, I still say keep the core intact. Go get you – somebody get you a bucket off the bench. A Jordan Clarkson type of player. Somebody like that. Dynamic score off the bench. You got to do that. Um, and just get some more depth. Um, Cavaliers gone fishing. Um, it's tough. It's tough. But Jared Allen was horrible in this series. It, I saw something that said Mitchell Robinson should be arrested to, for what he was doing to Jared Allen. Um uh, the Cavaliers, I think I said on an episode, they need a need a wing scorer and just somebody to get it done. Isaac Okora was unplayable in the series and that forced them to put Karis LeVert into the starting lineup and I think Karis LeVert is served better as your sixth man. Uh, they need another wing scorer and honestly would say get rid of those Twin Towers down there, the Evan Mobley and the Jared Allen experiment. Um, get rid of that. I will say get rid of Jared Allen if you can. And, you know, you can go get somebody easily to do what he's doing and not getting paid what he's getting paid. So,
0: I would say do that. The Cavs. The Cavs the seem like they just need maybe a little more experience. Garland seemed like the, the moment was a little too big for him in most of these games. Um, You know, I... I think that he should probably be, like, or eventually once, Or they want him to become the number one guy, but still feels like Mitchell's team probably have another couple of years before that'll change. And um, so, I mean, I think what they what they probably want to need is a dog. Um, someone who's been there. Someone who could, like, really show them, like, hey, this is what we do, et cetera, et cetera. They're in these spots. You can't... You know, the Jimmy Butlers of the world, like, that's what that type of team needs, but it's only one Jimmy Butler. So I don't I don't know what you can do as far as the Cavs, I mean the makeup. I like Evan Mobley. I thought he kind of he didn't show up as big as he should have in this series. So um I would for for them, I would definitely get a veteran, a veteran who could lead. Seems like the leader is Donovan Mitchell, but I think I think you need a little bit more than that. So even if you have to pay a little bit more um, for someone to really like just show you guys, like, hey, this is what we do in the playoffs. Let's settle, let's be calm, let's execute here, don't let the crowd rattle you, et cetera, et cetera. Didn't feel like they had that this season. T-Wolves, what they need is to probably trade Cat. Carl Anthony Towns, I don't know if you could trade the Gobert contract, it's just ridiculous. So, um, you obviously, you know, it seems like Carl Anthony Towns and Gobert like kind of messed each other up in those spots, um, in the paint. Obviously, Anthony Edwards, number one guy, he's the he's the bull, but you need to make sure that he's good. So it looks like Gobert is going to stay, right? You can't trade that contract, and if so, it'll probably be Carl Anthony Towns to go, and what they need is a lot of things. I just want somebody who could, like, really be the point guard for this squad, get guys in good spots, the Rudy Gobert's, get them the lobs, things of that nature. Doesn't feel like this team necessarily has that uh, top dog, top guard. I would love to see like a Jalen Brunson with Anthony Edwards, right? But obviously there's only one Jalen Brunson. But um I, I think that's kinda of what they probably need to do is straight away cat, considering this go bear debacle. Um so see what you can get for that. Um some urge, some like lottery picks, some young bulls, some guys are gonna play defense, not foul, you know, move their feet uh, side to side quickly, things of that nature. So I would definitely um try to probably try to tr- try to trade. Carl Anthony Towns, and um, yeah, so that's uh, how I feel about these gone fishing teams. But in uh, trading for Carl Anthony Towns, you need to get more than a lottery picks. You need to get a, a, a you know veteran as well, maybe an expiring contract, guys that could like play with Anthony Edwards. I'm not exactly sure what that is, but definitely not point guard that could put guys in the right spot.
1: Um, Timber was gone fishing. Um... I think Ant-Man and Cat still solid two players, man. I think that's still, you know, the right way to go. Ant-Man is still young. And Rudy Gobert, if you can move off of him, I would say do that. And go get you another wing score along with Ant-Man. Ant-Man, is, Ant-Man just wants to win. He's proven he's willing to defer and share the ball with someone. Uh, I think Mike Conley's pretty serviceable point guard. Go get another wing. Um, trade Gobert if you can. I know that's going to be tough sledding to do. But I would like the Timberwolves to do that and continue to build around Ant-Man because I think he's a, a, a star. I think he's a, a, a rising star in this league. Um, got the Grizzlies um winning the series, uh, winning a game five. I'm sorry, not winning the series, winning game five, getting back into the series. Um, they just had a big night overall. Um, I was on Grizzlies first quarter spread yesterday. Um, it cashed pretty easily. Um, they had to come out with something. They had to come out with some juice. That I always call a first quarter the juice spot, especially when you lose the prior game in the way they lost too, because they lost in overtime, and. Look at the first quarter as a bounce back spot, bounce back Mike spot. And they came out with some juice, came out with a lot of energy. Um, Lakers tried to – Lakers actually um, um, closed the lead to one. After a couple of D'Angelo Russell buckets, Um, then the the Grizzlies just went all the way back up, turned up. Um, They were turned up in the FedEx form in in Memphis. So, shout out to the Grizzlies getting back into the series. Uh, We also had um, the Warriors-Kings. Warriors have now won three straight games. They're up three to two. And game six is where? The Chase Center. Um, the Warriors were Road Warriors last night. Um, they even got some big contributions out of Draymond. When you ever you get I, I saw something on Twitter. It said Draymond dropping 20 is like a black man getting his hairline back. And they were showing like the Carlos Boozer pictures. It was it was hilarious. It was it was freaking hilarious. Um <laughs> shout out to shout out to the Warriors, man. 3-2 now. I'm not gonna say I saw this coming, but I'm I'm just gonna say I'm not surprised. We also had another series in yesterday. The Cavaliers, they're going fishing halves going fishing lose the series a gentleman sweep by the knicks honestly have swept this team to be honest um shout out to the knicks what a time to be alive the knicks are going to the second round of the playoff <laughs> mitchell robinson i feel like he's one of the big stories he was just he destroyed this team on the board 18 rebounds like evan mobley and Jer- <laughs> what's going on with jared allen bro 36 minutes and only four more rebounds than me huh like, what's going on? Daryl and four rebounds. Donovan Mitchell, another inefficient game. Eleven to twenty-six. Um, but the Knicks. The Knicks have won the series, and they are advancing to the next round. Shout out to the Knicks! Shout out to the Knicks! So they're going. So we're going to get Knicks heat next round. I like that. I like that. And then tonight we got the Hawks Celtics. As of right now, I'm leaning with the Celtics. They, they you know they shouldn't even be in this position. Um, I'm leaning Celtics here at the six and a half. As of right now, NFL draft is tonight. I don't got too much, man, but I always—it's always an exciting time to see a birth of um, a bunch of new players. You see, you know, guys who work their whole lives—whole lives—to get here, and you know, this you see a dream come true. So I'm always excited for the draft. Uh, very curious to see where my guy Bijan Robinson is gonna go, running back out of Texas. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, running back out of Bama, also one of my guys, and also just interested to see what the Washington Commanders do. Um, this comes on the eve of this comes on the heels of them declining Chase Young's fifth year option Um, I would like to see the commanders go offensive line in the draft, but we'll see. Uh, it's a lot of QB talk uh, at the top of the draft. So I, I really want to see who's going to go number one, man. We heard Will Levis get pumped up in the last couple of days. I don't know if that's going to happen, but yeah, just shout out and congratulations to all the players who are going to get selected. Um, it's not just tonight, but also uh, Friday and Saturday. And that's all I got for you guys. Uh, Lena Celtics, uh, nothing too much. And I'm out. Peace.
0: Always got a best bet. Here it is. We're going to take it to baseball today. I'm going to take the Atlanta Braves minus uh, one and a half. That's the run line. Let me double check there. But yeah, I'm going to take the Atlanta Braves minus the one and a half run line. You can get that plus money, plus 105 in some places, plus 110 in others. Um, So we'll take plus 110. That MGM, they have it. Um, but I'm going to fade this uh, this Garrett pitcher. Don't know his first name. Don't need to know it. Uh, it's a 12.20 p.m. start time. But Garrett, um, you know, over his past uh, couple starts. I mean, I've seen it, you know, this about 10 innings, about giving up over 12 hits. He has some strikeouts in there as well. But um, this Atlanta team is just hitting at a, a very high rate right now. They are, this Atlanta team, um, 10.33 hits the last three games. Um. So I think they're they're in a good spot from that standpoint. The uh, this Atlanta team is, so I, I like that. But also, um, this tem this not Tampa Bay, uh, this Miami team last three games, um, in the sixth and ninth innings, so those are the last four innings, giving up about five runs per. Um, per those last four innings, so the bullpen is a little shaky as well. They're worse on the road, which they are here today. Um, giving up over three on the road on the season in the last four innings, three runs. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna fade this Miami team, and I'm gonna take Atlanta minus the one and a half run line plus money. How could I forget? One last thing. Tonight is the NFL Draft first day. Um, we did a Twitter Spaces two days ago with the Prop God. Um, I cannot enter it here, so we will just plug it, flag it at underscore heavy P. Um, you go to my Twitter spaces, I'll retweet it uh, this, this morning, this afternoon as well, so you guys can get easy access to it, but re- it's recorded. Um, there's a lot of props from the prop God as far as what he thinks is going to happen in this, in this NFL draft starting tonight, um, so you guys might want to get on that now. Um, best bet already, uh, yeah, there's a lot of things to be done today, so let's get to it, and we will see you all soon you <laughs>